Dewey, the director of the Central Intelligence Agency. Dewey had killed Vargarin himself, but the seeds of the monster the Russian had become were planted by America, specifically a murderous rogue CIA agent named Sage Roberts. Dewey told himself that he felt nothing for Pyotr Vargarin, but it wasn't true. He felt sorry for him. Sorry for the boy who at age five had watched his parents get shot in front of his eyes, murdered in cold blood by Roberts. As much as Dewey hated what Pyotr became, he hated even more the thought that Roberts still walked the earth. Dewey flipped through the thick sheaf of papers until he came to a photograph. It was a headshot of Roberts. It was an old photo, his last agency file photo, taken in 1987. He had thick brown hair, parted on the right and combed neatly to the side. His face was long, with dark shadows beneath his eyes and a scar beneath his left eye. He would be much older now. Dewey flipped it over. Taped to the back of the photo was a small brass key. Scribbled in handwriting, just below, was an address. Dewey took a sip of beer and stood up. He walked to the cockpit and stuck his head inside. How long until we get there? Both pilots turned. Twenty minutes, said the pilot on the left. Dewey found the lockers inside the first-class lounge at Cartagena Airport. He inserted the key in locker 17. Inside was a small duffel bag. He rented a car and changed his shirt as he drove. He parked on the street in front of a high-rise building that sat at Ocean's Edge. Reaching into the duffel, he removed the gun. A Colt M1911A1, a matte gray salient arm silencer already screwed into the muzzle. He tucked it into a concealed holster at his waist above his right hip. The elevator took him to the penthouse. When he knocked on the door, a pretty middle-aged woman answered. Hola, she said, smiling. Estoy buscando a su marido, said Dewey. Hoy en día se juega al polo, she said. Ah, sí, se me olvidó. The Cartagena Polo Club was a half-hour drive from downtown. Dewey parked his rental in the lot out front. The club was crowded with people. Banners covered the side of the main entrance, emblazoned with corporate logos, Rolex, BMW, Bacardi, Tanqueray, and others. The largest banner read, El Campeonato de Cartagena. The match was already in progress. Teams of riders moved in frenetic clusters down the field, the ground thundering as the majestic sweep of horses trampled the green grass. Dewey scanned the field, marking him within twenty seconds. He was the oldest one on the field, the edges of his gray hair dangling down beneath his helmet, a tad flamboyant, too flamboyant. He rode with the natural confidence of one who grew up on horses. Dewey walked along the sidelines until he came to a young woman who had binoculars in her hands. ¿Podría usted prestármelos? He asked politely. Dewey trained the binoculars on the game. He found Roberts, 
the number 21 in gold on the front of his striped shirt. He took a program from a table near the clubhouse and went inside. He went down a hallway to the men's locker room. It was empty. The room was dark, wood-paneled, with thick carpet and old photos on the walls of men on horseback playing polo. Each locker had a brass nameplate attached to the front. He scanned the program and found the team rosters. Number 21. Roberto Segundo. Clever. Dewey moved along the line of lockers until he found Roberts's. Looking around to make sure no one had entered the room, he removed a small, powerful flashlight and shone it along the edges of the locker door. Near the bottom of the door, the light showed a nearly invisible piece of thread. Old school. Dewey lifted the thread.